Hey, Charlie. Yeah, Giovanni. You want to be on top? I would love nothing more. Welcome to You Want to Be on Top, a podcast dedicated to all things America's Next Top Model, where your hosts, Charlie Jensen and I, Giovanni and I, we live all our favorite and cringy moments from the iconic show spanning 24 cycles. We are going straight to the catwalk and walking like it's for sale and the rent is due tonight. Join us as we cry, smize, and close the gap to claim the title of America's Next Top Model. So we leave you with this. Do you want to be on top? <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of You Want to Be on Top. I'm Charlie Jensen. Uh, I'm here today with my co-host. Hi, it's Javadi. And we are joined today by a very special guest. Would you please introduce yourself? I am Fulton. <laughs> Thanks for being with us, Fulton. We're going to start this episode like we always do when we have a guest by asking you to tell us a little bit about how you got interested in Top Model uh, and, and what your journey's been like. Um, so I'm new here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, surprisingly, Welcome. this is a reality show I hadn't seen before. Uh, and I was on the phone with a friend from like back in high school. And she said she wouldn't talk to me again until I watched Top Model. That's a good friend. And that happened this year. Uh, uh, And then prior to this, I was on this movie journey. uh, But I finished at the end of the year. And then Charlie gave me mm, five minutes and then asked me to come on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So that has been my journey. Big Aries energy right Right. there. I know talent when I see it, okay? (laughs) But but who are you to tell me what to do? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I think I'm the person that you've asked what to do for the last six months. I don't think I've asked you what to do. I think I've asked you what movies (laughs) I should watch, but okay. (laughs) Same thing. Oh, okay. Uh, Where are you now in your your journey? Uh, I've just finished season two. Okay. So it's still relatively early, but there is lots of juicy bits to have enjoyed. Who have been standouts for you among the contestants? Hmm. So I've liked Adrian. I'm trying to remember who I liked a lot of the season. Describe her and I can name her. Right. <laughs> can you remember the people? So they didn't stand out. Ooh. <laughs> uh, no, I've I liked who won season two, cycle two, and I just can't remember their name right now. Joanna House. I like Joanna. I liked, I think her name was Mercedes. Mm-hmm. The other finalist. I really liked her. Did you like Shandy? That's the real question. I went back and forth on Shandy. Shandy went back and forth Shandy on Shandy. <laughs> Shandy did. She was going through some issues. Some guy that Shandy just met also went back and forth on Shandy. <laughs> um, I believe <laughs> that I actually live tweeted i believe i live tweeted season two yeah. cycle two so people can go go back and review the record on that <laughs> they can i'm sure i'm sure <laughs> i uh really said how i felt i do want to give a shout out <laughs> to fulton's live tweets of anything they are incredibly enjoyable there's a gift for everything uh and you should definitely follow along when fulton is watching something <laughs> Drop the handle. Jackson Fulton 2. Great. Well, let's dive into this episode. So the episode opens with John the trainer uh, barging into the apartment and shouting at all of the girls to get out of bed. This deeply offends Elise, who was asleep. I mean, it would offend me as well. (laughs) We're all asleep. But I love that Ebony's like arisen from like the death. She's just like, 
Frankenstein, like the arms just go straight up and he's like, okay, yes, we are here to get fit. Bitch, it is 6 a.m. Let me sleep, please. I was just up last night crying, probably. We get a little talking head of Giselle talking about how hard panel was for her because Tyra said that she, if she didn't feel fierce, no one was going to believe it. Ebony's working on her skin um, and starts this moisturizing routine and that she's going to fix it because her skin is going to be flawless as she says. This is the first day of Ebony's very bad, no good, horrible yeah. week on America's Next Top Model. This is true. <laughs> but, but like, it's it's interesting that, because uh, the cast also sort of starts complaining about Ebony's moisturizing. So, and most of them are just discovering moisturizer. <laughs> well, it was recently invented. For, for all it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Avino who? So while this is all going on, we see Bible time in the Milan room and Robin has a head full of curlers. <laughs> as any pageant queen would. As, as, as any pageant queen her, would. Her head also looks enormous with curlers in it. It's not good for her. It's not a good journey. <laughs> we fast forward then to the Teach of the Week. Tyra says, do you know where we are when they are clearly sitting inside of a theater <laughs> They're at the Studs Theater in West Hollywood, just so you know. They are in for a good time. <laughs> Tyra talks about their acting coach, Alice, that she's a prominent acting coach. Um, and Tyra states that acting is important, especially for selling products. Imagine. Which, who would have thought? I, who knew? <laughs> uh, Ebony is excited and claims to have never done acting, which seems incredibly accurate as a makeup artist and retail salesperson. Uh, they go into a series of solo and duo improv scenes. Robin wears a full-on power suit, which it's Robin. Ebony really impresses the acting coach, Alice, but Shannon needs to take it more seriously. Obviously, the photo shoot will relate somehow to acting. So after the teach, when they're back in the house, Robin mentions that uh, because Adrian and Ebony have moved into the Tokyo room with Elise and Giselle, that their side of the house is now private for them. Robin believes that this is a blessing from God, and she says, God is good. But also, the Bible makes more cameos in <laughs> this, this entire cycle than I think anyone else. Like, I think I see the Bible more than I see Tyra. And look, why do you keep reading the Bible? It never changes. We know how the story ends, okay? Yeah, they all die at the end. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not. On a long enough timeline, we all do. <laughs> um, Elise tells Adrian that Giselle is going to confront Ebony about her greasy hands, getting grease all over everything. Now, granted, this is moisturizer, not actual grease. But no, I think she's putting on like Vaseline, like petroleum jelly, because moisturizer it does not leave grease like that she probably is putting on like a very intensive you know remedy for her for her skin it might be cocoa butter <laughs> it feels like as as a as a trio here we talked a lot about like the appropriateness of who is going to confront this issue so we are going to address this later in the episode but just know that we're already wondering why <laughs> <laughs> um well as the moisturizing routine is going on. Jay Alexander surprises the girl with a pajama party and walks in in the most pressed flat hair I've ever seen. It's like Cat Williams, almost. Um, the girls love him, obviously, saying he looks fabulous. Adrian, you know, labels him the diva, because, I mean, he really is, though, in the way that Robin wants to be a diva, but isn't. I think it's also their way of saying, like, he's gay. <laughs> in case you missed it. <laughs> Jay Alexander's gay. But he's with all these women all the time. Who would have thought? <laughs> uh, 
Um, he leads the girls in this kind of practice walk-off um, runway little mini little challenge for them just to, you know, practice makes perfect. And the moisturizing routine makes a cameo in this scene as when Jay touches her and is covered in grease instantly and shows the cameras that he is now glistening like a like a Christmas ham. It's like a salmon <laughs> in a river and the, the bear has is catching the salmon. He's doesn't he say something like she's ready to be fried or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's she's gonna be crispy. Yes. <laughs> um and then where ebony's like defensive is like i'm going through stuff i'm going through some issues <laughs> and jay's like well what issues are you going through <laughs> and obviously she's talking about her skin being the issue and like everyone knows it at this point yeah. and if you don't you know now you know <laughs> i just don't know what she was planning on accomplishing <laughs> <laughs> with the one week of moisturizing. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like when I go on a diet and I'm like, oh my God, I eat salad for the first day. I'm going to lose five pounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I went to the gym today. <laughs> Shocking, I haven't lost five pounds yet. <laughs> so they go through all that and then Robin wants to have a badonkadonk dance contest judged by Jay. Everyone except Elise who sits out. Elise sits out because she looks the same as she does from front to back as she does from back to front. <laughs> also, Jay is the oddest coach to have here. And as you see this scene progress, he is making all of the faces <laughs> and wondering why production isn't stopping this. <laughs> His face is very it's, loud. Th this, this scene is homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> I almost called Glad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> someone call someone call dan savage <laughs> oh my goodness uh, this goes on longer than it needs to <laughs> because one who do they think is watching this show gays and girls and it is a very much giving 2000s hip-hop music video which all the slow-mos and everything else they have yeah. one shot of kizzy apparently and they use it <laughs> and the least is surprised that kizzy can uh can be a christian and also according to her dirty dance because Elise is the only person allowed to have multiple sides to them <laughs> kizzy wins and Adrian is extremely pressed about this outcome because she did not do a split and Kizzy did. Kizzy has validated the sexuality of Christian girls everywhere. Truly. Yeah, and, it's, and somehow was picking up a quarter. <laughs> according to Jay. With, with, <laughs> according to with, with that with that ass clip. <laughs> <laughs> and Jay is just happy to, that this is all over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we all feel a certain sense of relief. Adrian and Robin then are seen talking about how they think the house is too filthy. Uh, we see a lot of shots of them cleaning up to underscore the fact that it's uh, a pigsty. But Adrian in particular, despite the fact that Robin says the place is dirty, Adrian says that she's always picking up after the, quote, holy rollers who don't clean enough. We also see Elise drag Giselle for being lazy in an interview. And then the next shot is Giselle sprawled out on her bed complaining about pretty much anything that's floating through her mind in the moment. <laughs> As one does. And, and Elise, in particular, critiques Giselle for not getting up out of bed to get herself a bowl of Lucky Charms. So which... can we take a second? There's a phrase, and I believe it's cleanliness is next to godliness. <laughs> so it's odd that the Holy Rollers would be the ones who are not cleaning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's probably just one in particular. It's probably Robin. Yeah. Well, we saw Robin cleaning. 
Robin was cleaning for a millisecond. Adrian's like wiping tables down, dusting the plants and stuff. I'm convinced Adrian's the only person who's cleaning. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, she probably cleans it at home. Well, later on that day, Alice comes back and gives him a little another acting challenge of the week. Oh, oh, my of course, because shocking, they were just at a theater the day before. So who would have thought that? It would have been an acting challenge. Um, the winner gets a, a free spot treatment for the day. And Shannon being Shannon, iconically interrupts her and is like, do they get to bring a friend or two? <laughs> like, bitch, can I finish my sentence again? But yes, it's confirmed that the winner gets to choose two people. And then the other four have to clean the house. During this challenge, Elise impresses, Kizzy pushes too hard, Ebony is labeled as aggressive, which oof, we need to, uh, it's just weird to label the, probably the, well, the person with of uh, the darkest shade as aggressive. So, hey, colorism, shout out to you. <laughs> <laughs> the, and this isn't the first time this is the first maybe time we see ebony labeled as aggressive maybe at least in the episode but it shows up this is also probably the original black bitch at it ebony's ambition is usually looked down upon but here we are <laughs> they say adrian does really well professional even but ultimately it's Robin who wins the day, surprising no one that she's a lying, horrible person. And she chooses her two Bible friends to be exempted from cleaning and pampered to the degree to which Robin is accustomed in her $800 booth. But they hold her up, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they held her up in this challenge when, in which she was sitting down. <laughs> Jesus and those boots are holding Robin. <laughs> The boots were made for stomping. <laughs> so it's like powwow, girl time in the little living room, that area that they're at. And they're talking about like how the house really is just filthy. And Adrian talks about how her house is immaculate and then insert bling, bling, bling everywhere. But Adrian, you just said that you were really poor two episodes, two episodes ago. So what is blinging in your house? <laughs> she, didn't, she didn't say that she was in poverty. She just said she was poor. <laughs> Adrian, I'm so sorry. Adrian, that, 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 I did not mean to like wow. that. I'm so sorry. I need a minute. I need a minute. <laughs> well, Giselle talks, wants to have a heart-to-heart with one of the girls, um, ironically and iconically, it's Ebony. And she wants to talk to her about her greasy hands. And she's like gaslighting Ebony. She's like, it's not even really a big deal. It's not even really a deal, but it's like kind of bugging me. Can you just like wash your hands? thoroughly before you touch stuff because you're leaving grease all over the place but like it's not a big deal so like it's okay like it's not a big deal and then ebony is reflecting and you know pauses and looks around and it's like okay i'll work on that i can probably do that for you the one of the only adults in the room at this point (laughs) giselle then proceeds to giselle being one the loser proceeds to watch everyone else clean while the spa treatment goes on in the tokyo room giselle is attacked by a spray bottle and then asked (laughs) and then asked the massage therapist to tenderly touch her shoulders in between the girls with fingertips mind you Giselle has not won the challenge and should be cleaning. (laughs) (laughs) But Giselle being 18 is Giselle. (laughs) Ebony hears this in the room and mutters, you can't be serious. (laughs) Which is extremely valid and probably what I would have done too. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. At this point, we notice that Ebony has renamed Giselle Jen Zell. And she says it about a hundred times in the next five minutes. I love this new name that Ebony has given Giselle because it has two of my favorite things. It has Ginzel, 
Jen, I think is a beautiful woman's name. And then Zelle, the money transfer app that I love to use all the time to send money. It sounds very expensive. It is. Giselle tries to defend herself, but in the court of Ebony, there are no acquittals and Giselle is sent to the gallows. Then again, another powwow girl time in the living room. Ebony asks if her girlfriend can come over and in the most iconic way in her talking head interview, Robin just states, Ebony is a lesbian and I find that offensive. <laughs> or, or sorry, it offends her. I'm sorry, Robin, that, that my queerness offends you. <laughs> then we get the other Bible, Holy Roller, Shannon talking about the Bible says it's an abomination to the Lord. And to which I say, bitch, it also says that you can't mix fabrics, but here we are mixing cotton and linen. So what now? I feel like the Lord has a really long list of things to worry about before queer. Absolutely. It, it, sacrificing animals? Isn't that somewhere in there too? Jebediah something? I don't know. I don't think sacrificing animals is. Well, maybe. <laughs> it is in the Old Testament. I think this is the New Testament. I don't know. The I think you sacrifice your children in the Old Testament. You do. Uh, no, you, you're about to. And then God says, Never mind. Just kidding. That's like your call. Just, <laughs> just wanted to see if you would do it. <laughs> exactly. And some of them did. It. I guess you do love uh, me. <laughs> yeah. And welcome to Bible Chat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Leave the holy water at the door. Robin tells the girls, or is talking to the camera again because it's back to talking head Robin, mm-hmm. that everyone will have to deal needs to deal with their sins. And she doesn't mind. She doesn't mind if she comes over. It's pretty clear to me um, that Robin does not include herself in that statement, though. <laughs> I think it's like everyone else will have to deal well, with Yeah, of course, because she's Robin, the good Christian woman. She doesn't mind if she comes over as long as she's not in her living quarters while she's sleeping. And like, bitch, why am I going to bring my girlfriend into while you're, what are we going to do? Pamper your feet more? No, you already did that already. Yeah. We're good. Tweedledee and Tweedledum sit in the Bible room, <laughs> reading the Bible again. Um, <laughs> Robin and Shannon. And then Ka arrives and surprises Ebony. And then everyone kind of just gets to spend time with Ka and she's really cool. It's also the only time that someone gets to visit the models and it's not like a reward. So like, this is only because like Ka's in the area. Yeah, so it's nice. It's really nice for Ebony actually that this got to happen. The producers realized they were about to go in real hard on Ebony and her harshness. (laughs) It was like, maybe we need to see a soft side of Ebony. (laughs) Yeah. Ebony, you can bring, your your girlfriend can take the six down up. Up to uptown if she wants to come see you. <laughs> also, Adrian, during this whole interaction, goes like, I don't know what they're going to do in the modeling world uh, if they're offended by same sex relationships. So, shout out to her. Yeah. Um, Ebony and Ka are super cute, and we'd love to see that. Elise says that Ka is exactly what she expected, which I, I, I don't know what Elise is saying with that. <laughs> I don't know what she was expecting. Um, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Um, Shan and Robin don't meet Ka because, as we've said, they are locked in their room as if the second coming is coming. <laughs> uh, so then uh, there's a Tyra mail. They'll have a photo shoot in the morning. Ebony calls it a Tyra letter, though, like she's living in the 1810s and her lover has written her from the war. And Elise, who is a private detective in her free time, suspects that acting will be involved in their shoot somehow. Very astute. She's one of the smartest girls there. I don't know if you've known that. Um, the shoot. She should really be a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and if not that, than nothing. Pretty much. Tyra talks about how TV is the ticket into people's homes because everyone has both a home and a TV. And that's how Clee 
That's how she and Claudia Schiffer achieved stardom by entering people's TVs. Probably not literally. I love how Tyra knew that I had a TV and a home. So she's really in touch. I'm, she's really in touch with <laughs> she, she really touched me. She knew that her that her gay fans were watching her from the comfort of their home and their own TV. <laughs> Does this statement still hold up, or are, do people still have TVs? Like I own a TV. I have a TV, but I, don't, I have an apartment that's not a home. I mean, it's a home, but it's not a home. Maybe it's time like, to turn your house into. <laughs> when we're talking about square footage, it's not really a home. It's an turn apartment. your apartment into your home. <laughs> <laughs> well, after Tyra's talking, we get a quick shot of Jay Manuel doing some makeup and kicking clacking on the Apple MacBook, trying to get stuff ready. We can all breathe breathe a sigh of relief that Jay is still employed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the director is Lauren Haynes. He and he is wearing a trucker hat, like he is Lindsay Lohan in the early two thousands. And they also have a choreographer named Tracy Strauss. Giselle says, "I've been a dancer for fifteen years. I definitely won't get eliminated this week." Elise gets fake boobs like every week, and Adrian pinches them like you too. <laughs> I think they're Adrian's little bye. Huh? If she is shot, good for her. <laughs> love it. We love that journey. <laughs> Two queer people on the same season. <laughs> Groundbreaking. As the day progresses, we see the takes from the girls. Kissy does really well. She looks pretty. Elise did really well with her fake chicken cutlet, <laughs> which was not surprising because she's intelligent, so she gets it. Mm -hmm. In the confessional, we see a little clip and she's like reading the lines, obviously making fun of them, but like, wow, a smart girl to remember the lines a whole day later, probably. She could memorize the anatomy, I bet. Oh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> um, because she's a genius, so that's why she remembered mm -hmm. the line. Shannon's like Herman Munster, she fumbles. <laughs> I mean, pretty much it's, she just fumbles the entire time and somehow looks great doing it, so props to her. Giselle does well because she has a passion for this which helps her because you know she isn't always passionate about everything probably mm -hmm. this commercial i will say made me get contacts because i saw this and i was like fuck i really want to have contacts because i was wearing glasses for like the longest time and so the next day i was like i'm getting contacts i'm not thinking they get contacts so props to the girl changing my life again did you go to the eye doctor and say fresh look is color for your eyes yes but not in that same way i said i want colored eyes <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was tired of brown eyes, so I wanted blue eyes. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> the doctor's like, uh, uh, okay. Was Elise your doctor? <laughs> you know what? No, it could have been. Yeah. <laughs> the show, the show was already filmed before I was watching it. Well, Adrian can't say the word passion. She says passion. Well, well, she can't say passion. She says passion. Robin looks great, does great. The Jesus jugs were in full display. They were pushed up and they were, wow, they were just together. Ebony does terrible, sadly. She can't remember anything. She can't take direction. Um, I also have to say that the wardrobe choice looked really good on all the girls, but they talk about how like she can't jump because she's clacking. You gave her plastic shoes. Of course she's gonna clack. And the jumping is in the choreography. What do you want her to do? Just spin? And the shoes weren't even in the shot, so I don't know why they were even wearing heels. I think they just wanted her to fail. It, it, it was not her week. Well, it was her week, but. <laughs> <laughs> it was her week to die. In a different way. <laughs> Ebony reads a Tyra Mel. Or a Tyra letter. 
that elimination is coming for her. And then Elise talks about how she thought Ebony was going to win, but how horrible she did. And Giselle is her own worst enemy still, and also Elise's enemy and Ebony's enemy, enemy as well. <laughs> well, then we go to panel. Lauren Haynes is the guest judge. Tyra says to them, instead of posing like stiff mannequins this week, you did a commercial. And Lauren wears a super fun beanie like he's Justin Bobby from The Hills. <laughs> Who <laughs> I loved when the show aired, unfortunately. We all, we all loved that himbo. <laughs> the first himbo, a cultural reset. <laughs> <laughs> they were giving a mini acting challenge of doing a cold reading for a commercial for what? Water. <laughs> which has some health benefits, apparently. Uh, and Ebony reads the script as if she has never seen this word before. <laughs> she says, wah, pauses, looks down, takes about five seconds, and then says, water. <laughs> which maybe that's why the skin issue, I should say. <laughs> wow. Uh, Are you a doctor? Twitter's about to cancel me. <laughs> <laughs> and now we move on to the individual evaluation. Shannon has too many teeth, more than 32 of them, in fact. <laughs> Tyra says she also has teeth. <laughs> and Shocking. <laughs> and when she smiles, her top lip disappears. Kizzy has that sexy thing, and the camera loves her. Robin has a killer smile. Adrian struggled with her accent. Giselle lacks confidence and held back on her dance skills. I mean, if you're going to say it, if you're going to say you did dance, show me those 15 years of dance, whatever. And a sexy Christian, I've never met one. <laughs> Ebony's told she's done the worst cold reading ever in history by Janice. If you can, go watch Janice Dickinson's acting reel because who is she to comment on acting? <laughs> she's Janice Dickinson, the world's first supermodel. Okay, supermodel, okay? yes. Live. Acting, no. <laughs> They didn't have to act back then. They didn't have to act Maybe back she then. invented that act. Yeah. Back in her day, they just stood there and got fucked. Trademark Janice Dickinson. <laughs> Lisa's always was quirky. Well, now uh, let's open up our segment, Judging the Judges. I'll see you in court. Where we talk about, um, you know, the, the upsides and the many downsides of this panel discussion and deliberation. First, we get Bo Quinlan, who is the representative of Marie Claire. And for me, whose opinions are a lot like oatmeal, they're bland and boring. Though they're also hearty though, they're good for the soul. Yeah, uh, I, not what I'm gonna say about oatmeal. Uh, <laughs> Kizzy, he him. says- <laughs> What? I actually miss him on the judging panel. <laughs> you miss Bo? But he's only for one cycle. Well, wow. listen, I've only seen two, so that's 50%. Okay. Come on now. <laughs> right. good, thing, good things are ahead for you. Just, yes. just trust that this is like not, not great panel. He says that Kizzy looks pedestrian, which is also known as a person who is crossing the street. Robin's pageant attitude and habits really start to irk Janice, and she tells Robin not to call her, quote, ma'am anymore, or even say anything when she's getting feedback, because Robin keeps saying, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Giselle's ongoing lack of self-confidence uh, is on display and she leaps at the one nice thing Kimura says about her. She swallows it before anyone can take it away from her. They say Shannon could be America's sweetheart, but she needs to use her sexuality in the grand tradition of Jenna Maroney. Um, Ebony, they say, is up and down performance-wise. She has more bad days than good. And they didn't really like Elise's awkward commercial performance, but we know that Janice does love a skinny lady more than anything else. She reminds her of her, probably. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, if any, if Janice loves anyone, it is definitely herself. I, <laughs> yes. I, Which is good though. You should love yourself. <laughs> Isn't that what your therapist tells us all the time to love ourselves? Uh, my therapist doesn't tell me that, but yeah. <laughs> my therapist is like, maybe you love yourself too much. <laughs> Isn't your therapist Rue Charles? (laughs) My my therapist thinks I should go on a few dates with myself but not rush in at anything. So your therapist thinks even you won't commit to yourself. (laughs) Oh my god. You know, I've been hurt before. <laughs> Your therapist just really wants you to not hurt yourself. Well, <laughs> can't say that. <laughs> Wait, are, are we all doctors now? <laughs> Am I a doctor? Um, Tune in or a doctor? <laughs> oh, God. I, I find it funny that Janice has a problem with manners. <laughs> she essentially tells robin have you considered being rude (laughs) she's like yes bitch i'll take that into consideration and and she runs with it she takes that shit this is my brand i can be rude (laughs) finally someone's asking me to do something i can do (laughs) oh my god well we are brought back to elimination and Kissy's called first, Elisa's second, obviously, because even though she was quirky, they loved her. Adrian's called third, and Tara makes fun of her about how she talks, which obviously Adrian can't help, but obviously this is why she's in this competition to better herself. Robin's called fourth, but it's told to stop acting like a pageant queen because top models hate pageant queens, and Tyra ain't no beauty queen, she states. Adrian is here Jenny. to, in the words of Paris Hilton, stop being poor. <laughs> <laughs> with, with her one picnic chair in her apartment, apparently. <laughs> We're going to drop in that gift from the Real Housewives of Atlanta of, who said that? Who said who that? Said that? Who said that? I love that gift. Shannon needs to listen up and be a little bit more hoey, which I stand by. Mm-hmm. It never hurts to be a little hoe every now and then. Just don't let it be a lifetime. You know what? If you want to be a hoe for your lifetime, be a hoe. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I guess, I guess, I guess. I guess, I guess. Ebony and Giselle are in the bottom two. Shockingly, not shockingly, if that makes any sense. Of course, Giselle being 18 (laughs) is crying. Tyra tells Ebony she seems like she has a chip on her shoulder and is difficult to work with. Probably her skin and being a lesbian. Who knows? (laughs) Uh, Ebony goes home and leaves without saying goodbye, as one does. And we see Ebony calling Ka and requesting a callback. But we never find out if Ka calls back. I do hope those two kids worked it out. I also hope they worked it out. (laughs) And I resonate with Ebony in the scene because I also have that same cell phone that she used to call (laughs) call on. Where Ioni could play Snake. (laughs) (laughs) And we were all like, this is amazing, a video game. Yeah. (laughs) But but you know what? The charge on that would last a week. So you could go out, you could go from January to February with with only having to charge it once. You could also drop it and it not break. (laughs) (laughs) Those were the days. Well, let's talk about who we would have called first had we been Tyra Banks in this episode. So I would have called Robin first. And I hate myself for saying this because. Robin is Robin. (laughs) 
um, and she just doesn't sit well with me. I agree with you. I think Robin did really well this week. She won the acting challenge. She did really well in the commercial, which obviously plays a big part in the judging and who continues on in this journey. Obviously she has her own issues that we don't like about her, but you gotta give credit where credit is due. The bitch had her Jesus jugs flopping all over screen. (laughs) And I think that helps her out in the end. That's not a talent. (laughs) (laughs) Thank wardrobe. (laughs) Well, yeah, because now they're finally showing off her body because she's always been hidden the last few episodes. Yeah, I'm torn between Robin and Elise. Well, I would have called Kizzy because Robin is trash and that offends me. Uh, And (laughs) I don't bring the trash in, I take the trash out. So that's where she's gone. Well, that's your opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's why we're having a podcast. (laughs) Charlie just really wanted a way to uh, express his opinion without being challenged on it. And (laughs) I think we're doing a really bad job at supporting him on this. Thank you. He's he's met his match in me. (laughs) Have you considered going on a date with yourself and discussing this? I mean, I would love to date myself because I would think that I'm always right. And that's accurate. Uh, that's right, you're not Gemini. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I'm single. Don't know why. <laughs> but anywho, I agree with the bottom two. Collectively, the bottom three, Shannon, Ebony, and Giselle, they all did bad. I would have put Shannon in the bottom with the other monsters. I, she did not impress me. I think she has the potential to bring a lot of personality, but like the stiffness, the woodenness of her performance was just really off-putting. Yeah, I agree putting Shannon uh, in the bottom as well. She she does nothing for me. She has just teeth. <laughs> a lot of them. <laughs> a lot of them. She has more um, teeth than humans should have. Essentially, <laughs> Tyra told her she's a shark. <laughs> Because Tyra is one, so she's speaking from experience. Well, let's talk about uh, what we think this week's contribution to pop culture was. I'm going with the Badonkadonk contest because it is awkward. And it honestly, the fact that it was put on by the Christian women is shocking. I I will also actually follow with that purely for uh, Jay's face, Jay Alexander's face. I think what that does is it legitimizes the fact that queer people have often been harassed by women dancing, often in queer clubs. So yes, this is a, you know, this is a watershed moment for that. <laughs> he, he, had, he probably had to go to therapy after yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> the cringe of the week this week. Ew, gross. Let's hear some nominations. Um, the entire Ebony content for me. <laughs> Um, from the labeling her as aggressive. I personally feel like Giselle should not have been the one to tell her that she was leaving oil along the way. It just felt uncomfortable for me, especially in front of everyone else. Yeah. Yeah, the public confrontation was definitely not sensitive. But you're on a reality show that's going to air this anyway, so it's going to be made public information. It's weird, though, because we see a lot of other confrontations handled privately like the the whole Giselle situation about the the second conflict with Ebony and her being lazy yeah they have a long private conversation about that right but not about no because Ebony went to go vent to Adrian anyway already and I think this was Ebony's way of just squashing the beef already and like not letting Giselle get her word in but that's I think why that was private because it was just they were butting heads too much already I do think that I mean it is reality tv 
I think at some point you still have to sort of figure out what might be a little iffy. Even if it's going to show on TV, she could have just pulled her aside. They're roommates now. <laughs> and, and she says that we're roommates and I have to like my roommates. I have to get along with my roommate. That's actually not, not a true. law. True. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's true. not. <laughs> you can hate your roommate sometimes. You sure can. Um, I've been fortunate not to have a roommate I hated, but yeah, I hear that. <laughs> Ironically, I am also my own roommate. So. Fortunately, there's no conflict there. So when are we getting a wedding invitation for you marrying yourself? <laughs> you know what? It's a joke, but it'll happen. <laughs> the other thing I'd nominate for Cringe this week is the homophobia that Robin and Shannon put on full display, which is a reminder that at the time, like, no one would have batted an eye at two people saying, like, I don't like queer people and it's offensive and all my justification is in this this book that's thousands of years old that no one know who wrote. And it's fine. And also Robin's insistence that like, you can be queer, just not near me is the other part of that homophobia that I find very troubling. I mean, I agree with both of them. Uh, I am leaning more towards the homophobia because Ebony's on a reality show. She's trying to be a model. So you kind of have to be perfect and you're going through these things and they're being documented already. Like you're being you're being filmed putting on grease or Vaseline or petroleum jelly, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. So it's it's going to be out there anyway. But the homophobia should should never have made it on TV. But here we are. So that's your vote. My vote is the homophobia because as a gay man, I was offended. So I totally hear that. I think it would have been weird to have the uh, holy rollers, as they are called. <laughs> uh, be who they are and we've seen them now for four episodes and that not come up especially when yeah. just the episode before wasn't it Robin who called Elise and Dorita Bible verse <laughs> yeah about yes foolish is the man who doesn't believe yeah in, uh... <laughs> so for that to happen but then switch to Ebony <laughs> bringing her girlfriend over as if nothing is going on I think it still would have made it Fulton, what, what's your pick for the cringe of the week of our nominees? I'm going to go, I'm sticking to my guns on the Ebony thing. Maybe not on the leaving Greece everywhere, but at least on the characterization of being aggressive and um, being difficult, which we're saying it's about her skin, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to do something unprecedented on this fourth episode of our podcast as the tiebreaker vote. I'm actually going to say that my cringe of the week vote goes to marginalizing people for their identity so i agree with you both we're both everything is a cringe okay switzerland <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is you can't agree on one <laughs> I'm, I'm saying kidding. i'm saying they're they're both deeply offensive and um they're both they're both cringe worthy for sure can i switch my vote to that then <laughs> <laughs> yes join Cause me because I, I agree uh, the homophobia is also very cringe yeah I mean, this whole episode is yeah. cringe. It's all it's all just filled with cringe. And I'm here for it, though, because it was reality TV. We are all Jay Alexander in this episode. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't come for the antics, but the antics were on display, so you had no choice to watch the antics. I think my thing is that was just that uh, colorism has shown, uh, has become more prominent and has become a huge talking point. Mm-hmm. Um, and this definitely lends itself to a characterization of uh, darker color people as the as time has gone on in reality television and we still see it today even in shows like any Real Housewives franchise uh, RuPaul's Drag Race we see it where it's okay to be confident if you are a particular shade but the minute that a darker contestant is 
deemed to be confident, uh, they get shredded on Twitter and social media in general. Yeah. In three, two, one, breaking news. Well, where is Ebony now? What is she up to? Giovanni, fill us in. She was in a TV special called Really Gay. Um, <laughs> so I unfortunately did not watch that. So I don't know wh- where that actually Now here's, here's my question. Is it like really gay, like actually gay? Or is it like extremely gay? Like what is the context of really here? If there's not flopping dick on TV, it's <laughs> not, it's not really You just said flopping dick on this podcast. Amazing. I so I won't be sending this podcast to my mother. <laughs> <laughs> this is not mother approved. This is between the ages of 18 and not your mother. I do, I do mark it as explicit, yes. just for the record. I know. <laughs> so I guess, I mean, I don't know. I didn't see it, so I don't know how gay it was, but it, it could have been like PG gay. Like, so it was just real gay. Like maybe like we saw like a hint of a jock strap, like the band, and that was about it. <gasps> we, or we saw someone buying poppers. Mm. <laughs> sorry, sorry, VHS cleaner. There VHS we go. <laughs> <laughs> and then she was in, in another one called Violet Tendencies, which is incredibly on brand based for the show. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that brings us to the end of our conversation. Uh, Fulton, thank you so much for being here and being part of our journey on episode four. Can you just say again how people can find you if they need to cancel you for anything you said on this episode? If you're looking to cancel me, my name is Charlie Jensen. Uh, and if you just want to reach out, I am Jackson Fulton Two on Twitter and Lysander Six Seven Nine One on Instagram. Giovanni, what about you? If you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at underscore according to Joe, um, where sometimes it's not always according to me, as we just saw earlier. <laughs> um, and on Twitter at Giovanni and I, that is J O V O double N I E. A-N-A-Y-A. And again, I'm Charlie Jensen. I'm on Twitter as Charles underscore Jensen, J-E-N-S-E-N, because I'm Danish. And on Instagram as Charles Jensen, no underscore. So, uh, Giovanni, I have one photo in my and it's time for you to pack your bags and go. All right, I believe I'm already at (laughs) (laughs) This was the plan all along. He's actually replacing you with me. (laughs) It's been super fun. <laughs> I'm already at home, so it's okay. <laughs> All right, everybody, have a good day. Thanks again. Take it easy. Bye. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Next, we'll see you on next week's episode. <laughs>